Boston Blades start the home portion of their schedule this weekend as they face the Calgary Inferno at New England Sports Center and Songus Arena. This is Blades Inside Edge. You're listening to Blades Inside Edge, the official podcast of the Boston Blades. Here's your host, Chris Knobloch. Hello and welcome to the second edition of Blades Inside Edge. My name is Chris Knobloch. I am the voice of the Boston Blades. I will be joined by my broadcast partner, Steve Ventresca, in a moment. The Blades opened their schedule on the road this season, splitting a pair of games to start the 2015-16 CWHL season against the Toronto Furies up in Toronto, followed by two disappointing games out in Calgary against this Inferno team that they faced for their home opener. The Blades dropped the season opener to Toronto, but defeated them on Sunday 2-1 in a shootout. Ellie Tremblay scored her first professional goal in the second game against Toronto, while Genevieve Lacoste made 40 saves on 41 shots in the second game to lead the Blades to their first victory of the season. Lacoste's strong effort earned her second star of the week on Yahoo's Puck Daddy column for the CWHL. Lacoste also earned a star after her play against Calgary. Unfortunately, the results were not the same. Lacoste saw 102 shots over a two-game span, allowing 11 goals, and the Blades dropped both games in Calgary, first by a 7-1 score and then by a 4-1 score. Meg Myers and Tara Watchhorn both scored their first goals of the season for the Blades over last weekend's series against Calgary. The Blades face off against the Inferno this weekend, first at New England Sports Center on Saturday night, Halloween night, and then at Songus Arena in Lowell on Sunday morning, before facing Brampton for six straight games during the months of November and the start of December. I'm now joined by my broadcast partner, Steve Entresca. And Steve, we've now seen this Blades team in action over three separate weekends. What do you think this team's identity is? What do you think their strengths are? What do you think their weaknesses are? You know, I still think they're trying to figure out what their identity actually is. There are a lot of smaller girls who are quick skaters, but they don't really have an identity because, yeah, they're small, quick, and skilled, but they're not putting up the goals that you know, you see the small, quicker NHL teams putting up. That being said, I think, you know, the team starts and ends with Genevieve Lacasse in that, and she's been an absolute rock this season, and who knows what the record would be without her. With Genevieve Lacasse in that, and only four other returning players from last year's Clarkson Cup team, there's a lot of new faces in the locker room, there's a lot of new faces going up against better competition. You know, girls who have won gold medals for Calgary in the Olympics. It's it's a different level that they're just not used to. So it's sort of a learning curve that they're picking up on the fly and they're holding their own at the start of the season. You mentioned Genevieve Lacasse. 176 saves in her first four games with a 926 save percentage over that span. Obviously very good. Not only that, she was named a star of the week for by uh, Puck Daddy's Jen Neal both weeks, uh, both the previous weeks of the season, despite the fact that she is 0-3-0-1 on the year. Not very often you see that. Obviously, the big focus is going to be the team's defense uh, going forward. Eventually, the scoring will come. They'll get that line synergy, but the defense is the big spot on this team that clearly needs to step up and help out their all-world goaltender. I don't think the shot number against is such a problem it's where the shots are coming from you know it'd be one thing if she's facing 50 shots from the blue line or out 
but they're coming from right down this slot. Quality scoring chances as she keeps turning aside time after time, and you know, you can only bend so much before you're gonna break, and she is human. She will give up her fair share of goals. It's not easy to come by. You may have to take 50 shots before you can get a few in past her, but she's been absolutely phenomenal this year, and she's really gonna help carry the blades to a lot of wins this season. So we've touched on the defense, which obviously is anchored by Tara Watchhorn. The five defenders, the five full-time defenders, rather, will just start to develop some consistency with Ellie Tremblay also spending the majority of her time on defense. When we talk about the forward lines, right now we're in a position where there are no set lines. They've been juggled over the last few games. We've seen different looks from Coach McCloskey. And as the season progresses, as we get through the month of November and December, we should start to see some more consistency on these Blades lines, which are loaded with talent from Hockey East and other standout hockey schools. I mean, you mentioned that the lines have been juggled, they've been mismatched, they've been, you know, played around with by Coach McCloskey. And I think that's the best thing that you can do when you have a very new group of girls who meshes with who. You don't have any, you know, Krista plays with player X and player Y all the time from last year. There's none of that consistency coming back. So you need to find out who, who meshes with who, whose style complements their own line mates. And I think Coach McCloskey is doing a great job of trying to figure that out right now. I know it's difficult with the road schedule. They were very competitive in the Toronto series up there to start the year. And although the scoreboard didn't show it, they skated hard for those two games in Calgary, considering that they flew out the same day, played Saturday night, and then played again Sunday morning. It was, you know, unbelievable to ask those athletes to go out there and perform on such short rests and little preparation. And, you know, Coach McCloskey's doing a very good job with this group of girls, trying to get the most talent out of every one of them, especially with the lack of experience. He's trying to instill his knowledge on this team. And we'll hear from Coach McCloskey, your interview with Coach McCloskey, Steve, during the second half of this podcast. We're coming up to the international break, the Four Nations Tournament, where no Blades are represented, which will be next weekend, followed by the Blades resuming their CWHL schedule. A bit of odd to have a break after only three week weekends of play, but how do you think the team's going to react to that break, especially after seeing Calgary for four straight games um, by the end of this weekend? I think it's really a good thing that they're seeing Calgary again this weekend. You know, as I said, the scoreboard didn't show it, but those games were very competitive and you never saw the Blades give up. They could have mailed it in Sunday morning knowing that, you know, the game was already out of hand, but they skated for three periods, 60 minutes. Yeah, there was a five minute blip here and there, but they competed till the final whistle and that's what you really want to see. And Calgary is one of the top teams in the CWHL this year. They're going to be strong again and tough to beat come playoff time. Especially with their new additions such as Haley Wickenheiser, who is a Canadian Olympian, who they just added to their roster. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're adding talent to an all very, already very talented roster. And I think that's a great test for a very young and experienced Blades team to see them twice, back-to-back -back weekends. Okay, they took two from you at their place. Now it's our time to take two from them this weekend here. And let's see how things shake out. But, you know, a, a break after 
you see a very good team, four games in a row, and you know, you're very competitive up in Toronto, you stole a game in a shootout win by Christina Brown, you get a little bit of a break, regroup, and hopefully you have a little bit more synergy for those lines like you were talking about, and this thing starts to take shape like Chris Petronic wanted. When we come back, Steve Dentreska sits down with Blades head coach Brian McCloskey to get his take on the first four games of the season and what he sees out of his Bladies so far. You're listening to Blades Inside Edge. like a blady and wear what the players wear visit real sports the official merchandiser of the cwhl they've got all the blades gear you want from mugs to pucks and jerseys to hoodies to order your blades merchandise visit shop.realsports.ca slash pages slash cwhl today welcome back to episode two of blades inside edge ryan mccloskey is in his first season with boston as head coach and he's had just about a month to work with the current roster. My partner, Steve Ventresca, sat down with him to get his take on the season so far. I'm joined here with Coach Brian McCloskey. And Coach, not the start you were wanting for the season, but what can you learn from those first four games and how do you see yourself growing as the season progresses? Well, I think, you know, you always, as a coach, you know, it's easy to get caught up in the W's. Um, and, and uh, think that W's mean everything's going well. It's nice to win while you're getting better. Um, but, you know, I think given the lack of experience coming into the year, I mean, virtually uh, non-existent, and the fact that we've gone up against, well, in particular Calgary, who we're playing this weekend, I mean, very veteran team with a lot of super experienced uh, top-end players. I mean, that... So it's very difficult for me to gauge our, our club purely based on, you know, W and L. I think uh, while we didn't get any points on a trip out west, I was really pleased, you know, I was really pleased and impressed with uh, um, the way we st- stuck with the game plan, um, the way we got stronger, and I thought in both games played better in the second and third periods, um, and, you know, really matched them uh, in terms of intensity uh, over the course of the, the two games. So, um, you know, there were a lot of good takeaways. Um, clearly, we, we've got a lot of work cut out for us, but, um, but you know, you, ex- inexperience and uh, uh, some lacking some, you know, certain skill sets is, is presenting a challenge for us at the start of the season. Now, you talk about a challenge in sort of a new roster, but... There's only, I believe it's four or five veterans returning from last year's team and a lot of new faces. Do you think it's a big learning curve for some of the new girls on this team stepping up in competition? I think it is, of course. Um, I mean, when you're especially going out against players who have, you know, maybe one or two uh, or more uh, uh, world, world championships under their belts or... Uh, Olympic games under their belts. I mean, it's it's really hard for even a good college player to understand 
the gap between the world's really elite when they play at that top level, of which obviously they're, uh, you know, we have Tara and Genevieve on our squad, but, you know, sprinkled throughout the CWHL are uh, a number of national team former and current players. So I think there's that, that inexperience uh, shows, and I think, uh, you know, for some of these girls, it, the this is a learning curve, and, and we, you know, but I, I'm, again, I'm really encouraged by their attitude, by their effort, and I, I'd say their stick to it um, I don't see any quit in any of them, so, I mean, the team, uh, the team has, uh, I think, performed admirably under those circumstances. I, I completely agree. It's a joy watching you so far this season, and you were able to get a shootout win up in Toronto to start the season off. Now, you play the same Calgary team again this upcoming weekend. Do you think there's anything that you can take away that might bring more success this weekend, especially playing at home for the two games? Well, I think, a good, great question. I think there's a couple things that we did pretty well over the course of the two games last weekend that we could build on, we're hoping we can build on. Um, and, and I would start by saying right out of the gate that, you know, in both, both contests, the first period, we had a five to six, seven minute letdown stretch that cost us big on the scoreboard. And we're not a team that's gonna, you know, at this point we don't have a lot of high power offense. So we can't afford to fall down two, three goals and think that we're gonna be able to, you know, pull a rabbit out of the hat. Um, so I, I would, you know, I would stress that uh, for this coming weekend, I think one of our goals are uh, the start to start the weekend is just going to be to try to get into our rhythm and dictate the flow of the game earlier as opposed to in the middle period and, and the third period um, because I think that is going to uh, would help us immensely in terms of gaining confidence but at the same time I thought after we fell behind in both games we started really focusing and doing little things. I mean, we had every ex reason and excuse from the you know ridiculous journey that you go on, traveling all the way out there and play the same day, and then the next morning, um, you know, we had every excuse if, if girls had wanted to just sort of mail it in, and they didn't. Not only did they not mail it in, they really upped their competitiveness throughout the course of both games. So, um, so I think there's a, a couple key areas. Defensive play, our play without the puck, got a lot better over the last two games, and we, we need to see a continuation of that. And uh, and and just good balance in the lineup. I mean, uh, and then the, the obvious things in, in any uh, hockey series, such as special teams. I think we did. We've done a great job so far with limited teaching on my part. I mean, just kids doing smart things and being told to keep it simple. Our shorthand has been pretty effective. We haven't been getting hurt getting hurt um, but of course this isn't a team you want to give a lot of chances to because they've got players who can really make you pay and you know we dodged a few bullets and of course Jen plays a big part in that as well so um, our power play has been decent I mean I think special teams is an area where I love to focus and I think we could you know hopefully continue to make some strides in both those both sides offensive and defensive uh, special teams play, and that could be an area we could, you know, use as a bit of a springboard to, to having some more success.
Thanks a lot, Coach. I appreciate the time and good luck this weekend. That will do it for this edition of Blades Inside Edge. For my partner, Steve Ventresca, who you can follow on Twitter at Steven Ventresca. My name is Chris Knobloch. Follow me on Twitter at CNobloch17. Make sure to follow the Boston Blades on social media at BostonCWHL for Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash BostonCWHL. Once again, my name is Chris Knobloch. Thank you so much for listening to Blades Inside Edge. Until next time, go Blades.